0: Man, how many people are excited about today? Good, good, good. I want to welcome our online friends as well. We're getting to where we're doing a little bit of the live stream stuff. Uh, We always invite you to come, but if you can't, you can check out our Facebook page and get the word there. So everybody had a good week so far? Amen. Two people had a good week so far. Do I hear three? Two people had a good week. How many know that it's always ready to, to, to have a little bit more to make it better, right? I always say it's better when God's in it. So I'm going to start off today with our title. And it says, What's First? Now that might sound like a real simple question. But I think as we go through what we're going to go through today, it'll be a little bit deeper as we go. Have you ever thought about that, what's first in your life? Now I know we can give the church answer, but I want you to really take a look at that. And so I hope today as we go through God's Word that we start going deeper in what God has for us. Everybody good with that? That sounds good. So our scripture for today... Is Matthew six thirty three, and it said, "But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be added to you." What's all these things? You got to read a few more verses before that. It talks about how He's our provider, right? God is in the providing business. He's going to make sure that we got what we need, right? Has anybody ever come up short in Jesus? Never heard anybody coming up short in Jesus. Did you always get everything you wanted? That's true. Did you get what you needed? Amen. And I think that's where we get the disconnect sometimes. We think, you know, that God's a genie in the bottle. He's not. Amen. He's a God in heaven and also a God in our hearts. Amen. So I want to kind of just pull that all together today. I got a few little uh, things that I want to share along the way. But So what does it really mean to seek first the kingdom of God? I wrote a few things down here. It says we are to seek the things of God as a priority over the things of the world. A lot of times we let the world drive, don't we? You know? For example, you know, I'm not jumping on anybody or anything else. We can find a lot of things to do on Sunday to sit and go to church camp. Just being honest, right? But it's the last day Bush Gardens is open. But I got to go fishing. But I got to do this. And I'm not jamming anybody else. You can worship the Lord where you are. But he does tell us to come in and not forsake the assembly of God, right? Because guess what? If you're not here, guess what? We miss you. We miss you. And everybody brings something to the table. Iron sharpens iron. And we love to have people here so that we can encourage one another. So we need to make it a priority, right, to to seek the Lord. And it also means that we need to be seeking the Lord's salvation, right? Are we seeking what God has for us? Are we seeking the greatest gift of all, Jesus himself? Everybody doing good? Say amen. amen. All right. Can you come on down here? And the reason we want to look at things like that, because God's called us to be his disciples and to make other disciples. Amen. So that's the whole deal there today. It's going to start out there and God's just going to continue to grow that. But God sees something in you that's worth it. Say, I'm worth it. Do you believe it? On your worst day, do you believe believe it? Sometimes it's hard, isn't it? Sometimes it's hard. Well, I tell you what, I wish you could get a glimpse of what God sees in you. If you ever think that you're not worth it, look to the cross. Amen. That says it all right there. He gave it all. Not because your hair was just right. Not because you got straight A's on the test. Not because of anything else. But he sees what you can be. He sees your value. Amen. I want you to hear that today. Because a lot of times when I talk to folks, they don't realize their value. Because they believe the lie of the enemy. They believe the lie of other people. Don't let other people define who you are. Don't let your past define who you are. Amen. Let the word of God define who you are. That's the thing. But if you keep the Bible closed, you won't know, will you? So I want us to keep our Bibles open. So look, what else can I share with you out of this? A few other things. I said, we need to take a little spiritual inventory. You guys ever do a little spiritual inventory on yourself? Got quiet there, didn't. You? Mm-hmm. What do you mean by that? A couple of weeks ago, the Lord just been running this theme in, in my heart about just being sold out for him, amen. Just being plugged in and fired up for the Lord. And, you know, some seasons, are, let's be honest, are, are better than others in our life. But I asked this a while back. I said, ask the people that know you the best, who love you the most, what's first in your life? Did anybody take me up on that? Glad y'all are listening. This week, same homework assignment. Okay, <laughs> Ask the people that know you the best and love you the most, what do you think is important in your life? You know, I, I guess I'll just go back through that little piece of years ago, the Lord put this on my heart. And I was asking my boys, they were much younger and I was driving down the road and I said, hey man, I want to ask you guys a question. What do you think is really important to dad? And without a blink, they said, play guitar.
1: <laughs>
0: and I was like, ooh, okay. I said, can we go a little deeper than that? Just a little deeper. Well dad, we know, know you love the Lord. I said, well that, that's good. Now, anything else? Well dad, we know you love us. And I was hoping, you know, that, that was okay but I really was hoping like, Man, yeah, we know you love the Lord, right? And it was in there. But they saw what I invested my time in. They saw what, what I spent my money on and all that. None I didn't do other things either. But you know, you want a really true answer a lot of times? Ask, ask a child. They're not gonna they're not gonna go past that and go, oh, you want me to say this. They're gonna tell you what's happening, right? So if you want you want the truth, sometimes just ask you, hey, what do you what do you think? They go, Oh, yeah, it's this. You know, I told you the story many times ago uh, about Thomas when he was little. Hey, what do you want to do, man? Anything you want to do today, bud? We're going to do it within reason. And he looks at me and says, anything? And I go, yeah. He said, Mom's gone. Let's move the table in the living room and wrestle. That's all he wanted. He just, but he wanted time. And I thought, okay, I'm in. And I was tapping out later, but we had a good time. But you know what? Time is an amazing thing, isn't it? You can't be rich enough to buy anymore. If somebody invests that in you, let me tell you, they think you're something. Amen. God put time in for us. Amen. Put time in on the cross. But three days later, he rose. Amen. That's the victory we have in Jesus. So I want to take a look at that and, and read that scripture again. All right. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things should be added to you. We need to set our priorities. The other day I was looking and I went, I went to go to my mom's house and I went to the store and uh, I went to Wawa's, you know? And I love some Wawa's. And we we're getting started. And my mom loves some Wawa's too. Man, I mean, I'm, I'm buying breakfast burritos and all these things. And I noticed something. wasn't trying to judge, just giving you an observation. People don't respect people too much, do they? Right? I'm just sitting out. You know I'm a people watcher I get my stuff Got my little tag Got my number I'm over there Waiting for my number Waiting for that breakfast burrito For Ruthie baby Right I'm sitting there And I see people come in And I see the way They treated the help I see the way The help was trying To be nice to them I saw Just all these different things I said "Well, why is that And this is what came to me If you don't respect yourself You're not going to Respect somebody else And I think the reason We don't respect ourselves Many times Is we don't open God's word To see who we are that's what I wanted to get with this. A closed Bible man is, is a tool in the devil's hand, right? But you get that thing open and start wheeling that sword, you see what happens. Does that mean everything's gonna be perfect when you open your Bible? Nope. But the devil be, better be on the run, amen. So with that being said, I got three points here. If you got your hand out, let's take a look at that. I want to look at looking up, looking in, and pouring out, alright? Is so everybody doing good? Say amen. amen. Alright, we're gonna go right on through here. So let's take a look at this. Real powerful message today. Catch you right where you are. Now, just being honest, taking a little inventory. What is the first thing you do each morning? I don't need to know all the, you know. What's the first thing y'all do in the morning? Think about it. And everybody's smiling. That's about why I want not, to, I'm, well, I'm not talk about it. Somebody say, hit the alarm. Anybody hit the alarm? I bash the alarm. I'm gonna be honest with you. Denise gets up early. And I try to get up early. And then I have my phone alarm with three alarms on it every ten minutes, right? Because I say I'm gonna get up early. And then I have my iPad alarm with Travis Trent. We're gonna like, we a city long way to Richmond. Then he says, "I hate that song." I said, Jesus, no. said, "I hate that song because I gotta get up, and I gotta, I gotta hit it." We met at a bus stop. I gotta hit it because then every band comes in, and my dog's going, "He's late. He's late." You know? So I get up. So once Travis is singing, I got to be on the floor. Amen? You know? I know. But but why is that? You know? A lot of people just, oh, I just get up. I don't get up. Because first thing I do, when I roll over, I go, something hurts on me. <laughs> you know? I go, oh. That, I don't remember that hurting when I went to bed. How many people like to sleep in? I love to sleep in, but my body won't let me sleep in But so much because I can't get up. You know? <clears throat> be kind to your body. In the early ages, or so later on, you're saying, "My dad was right," you know, that's for sure. So you get up, and, and what is it really? Do you think about? Now, I don't want a church answer, because you know, as soon as I roll over, I just commenced to praying, and I do pray. And Denise says I'm still sleeping, you know. I said I'm praying. She said you're snoring.
1: <laughs>
0: I said that, that's in tongues. <laughs> But I do. I'm thinking. I start out, man. I'm, I'm thinking about what the day is going to bring. I think about, hey, do you count your blessings, Lord, that you woke me up today? You know then I can see that I got three alarms set and a place to go. Amen. You know, a lot of times we just need to count our blessings, and I hope that's what we do. So think about that when you wake up tomorrow. You're going to be thinking about. You looking at the clock "I wonder if Buddy's up yet," right? Because I will tell you, man, we got we got a we got a whole crew of animals, right? We didn't need any more animals. But the word is out. And a stray cat come by now. we got another animal. Five cats and a three-legged dog, man. It's crazy. But we love them. We love them all the same. Now, my poor dog, you know, she, she don't know she's a dog. She thinks she's in cat land, you know. But I have to tell her every now and then, it's going to be all right. Sometimes, do you feel outnumbered? I know Sasha. She's going around. They got four legs. I got three. Then the owl and I can't, right? But usually about 8 o'clock After she gets her snack She realizes realize She's the king of the jungle She gets out there And somehow she goes like this And she is running around And, has a and all them cats are going rear, rear, You know I think she opens up and says I am I am who they say I am What would happen If we actually realized Who we are in Christ I don't mean you get to chase cats But it's just You'd have that victory All over you right So what do we need to do? We need to count our blessings. Anybody count their blessings this morning? Okay. Who willing to share one of their blessings right now while I get a drink of water? I woke up. That's a great place to start, brother. Jeff said he woke up. Anybody on the front row got a blessing? See, he woke up. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Scott, man, he's a blessing. He comes in here. And you know, I'm a handshake and a hugging guy, right? I don't care, big, tall, small, old man, whatever. Come in there. And I, I go to hug Scott. And he goes, go ahead and get on the next step. He's so tall. <laughs> How you doing, brother? Always good to see you, man. We have a good time. But you got to be able to laugh at yourself sometimes too, don't you? I, I'm so hilarious at my house, I can tell you that. You got to be able to laugh at yourself a little bit along the way. So counting blessings. I count my blessings that we have a great church family. I, I count my blessings that God has given us the opportunity to do some live streaming and touching lives all over the world with the message. Because guess what? That's part of our call, right? That's why we're here, to, to reach out. So I want to go in and, and, and hit a few things here. But look at this. Got to, something to write down with uh, on your on your pad there. You write this down. Matthew 7, 7, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. Anybody ever heard that scripture before? Absolutely. You guys have read through that before. And, and that's the whole thing. So here's, here's the whole thing. Jesus is not saying, Hello, this is Jesus. Can I take your order? Would you like to biggest size that blessing? That's not what that's saying, right? A lot of people try to disjoin the word of God and say, Man, they're going to hog tie God. I'm going to get what I want and all those things. No, no. We need to reverence the word of God. We need to be digging in. And let's kind to of look at this a little bit. No, it's all about being persistent in pursuing the Lord. How many people remember when they were dating? Some people still dating. Mm-hmm. You guys are not that old. You remember when you were dating. <laughs> Somebody said, I don't remember that. That's a long time ago. I bet you. You, you Yeah. I bet you were pursuing that person in your life. Right? When I met Denise, man, I was rocking and rolling. Saw her, I saw her one time. She's at Mr. C's with a little pizza tray. <laughs> Come on over. That's her. That's her. That's her. And so what I say? What anybody would? I had my line down. I said, I'll take a meatball sub, please. I didn't say nothing. Froze, man, a meatball sub. I ate there every day for two years. That's why I was so big, man. So anyway, then our band was playing. We were jamming one with Kenny. We was right there at Petro's. And there she comes. She came in, I'm thinking, what is that girl doing in this place? You don't need to be in here. You don't need to be in here. So I wanted to talk to her a little bit, and her sister was with her. You know what Ann's was doing? We need to go. <laughs>
1: we
0: need to go. You don't need to find out, but you don't need to back. You know, I was I was in my element then. I had the guitar, man. I had the had the mother rocking. <laughs> had my pajamas on because we played so late. You know, <laughs> had the things all tucked up in. I whoa! At the end of the song, man, I do good at time. my shoe now. I get out there, and, and then man, that was it. And my dad was there. My dad would come out there. I think I think my dad was selling earplugs, paying his truck off. Early, to tell you the truth, but pops was there. Want to get you? That day, yeah. How y'all doing? Y'all need some earplugs. He's gonna he's gonna do a solo. You need earplugs. So anyway, the next day I go over and I tell my dad, "What's up?" I said, I gotta, "I gotta talk to you." What do you mean you gotta talk? I gotta talk to you. He said, "What did you do?" <laughs> I said, "No." I said, dad you remember that girl, that blonde ear girl last night?" Uh, yeah. I said, "I'm gonna marry that girl." He goes, "What?" I said I'm gonna marry that girl. No, but and then he said, "But you weren't gonna get married any time, right?" you no, "But you were never gonna get." Married. I said, "But that's." But that, he said, "Well, if she's the one, then you need to go after her." With that does not mean call your girlfriend 875 times a day, as she pointed out. Now, I don't know, but she must have the cleanest hair the first month than any other woman. Because I said, oh, I'm, "I'm gonna wash my hair." Her hair. I mean, she got some pretty hair. I guess that's how she got, And then later on, I go, hey, so I was just uh, hanging out, seeing what y'all doing. I was over in the neighborhood. Well, I'm washing my hair. You can't come back. hair, man? I thought the next time I see her, one's going to be bald, you know? Whatever. So <laughs> all that, man. Remember? And then, 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 just give you just a little bit, man. You know, well, yeah, you yeah, that's nice. Come on by and everything else. Then, met grandma. <laughs> Not a good plan for me, but it all worked out. Pulled up in my Corvette, hair back there. Grandmama comes up. <laughs> I said, hey, how you doing? She was nice, everything else. And I got to talk to Denise a little bit more. And then I just told Grandmama, I was on the hood of my car. I said, ma'am, I just want to tell you something. I love you, daughter. This is early on do anything I can for her and Thomas and if she'll take me I'm going to marry her and she was pretty cool about it because already the Lord already said I'm going to work in that guy's life I was not walking with the Lord but God was reeling me in man a little bit of time why is this go pursuing pursuing right going about that time goes by then I guess I just I just called too much then I just went to the answering machine that's not a good sign guys Answer machine Yeah I was uh, Leaving a, another message For 462 hours Yeah So then I said What did I say Kenny I don't even want to talk to him <laughs> I don't even want to to Oh man I was playing in the band Like everybody's jamming on me They're like Dude snap it I don't know Stepping on
1: my
0: lip Stepping on my lip That's what he said So I come on one day I said Well that's it I'll just, just date I didn't want to date And I got home Got home, and I saw a girl down at the gas pump. She said, hey, you want to go do something a little bit later? We can go out and eat and all this. I said, oh yeah, I'll go. we'll get something to eat. I sho- shoved the sub under the front of the truck. Yeah, we'll go out and get something to eat. So I came back home. I was going to get all fresh enough. I said, that's all right. I'll show that woman. Guess what? Walk in, guess who calls? <laughs> My baby. She said, I never could throw your number away. I
1: said, well,
0: oh, that's this good. <laughs> I never did see that girl again, but whatever. I said, well, yeah. She said, she said, what are you doing? I said, I ain't doing nothing. I can come over right now. She said, oh, this, this is like a Saturday. She said, why don't you come over Tuesday?
1: <laughs>
0: Tuesday? I'm thinking, I could be dead by Tuesday. <laughs> this is not good. I'm thinking, am I in or am I out? You know? And that was good, but it was a total pack. You see, when I come on to see Thomas was two years old. The biggest blessing to me is when we finally got married and the lady at the credit union said, I saw you with your new wife. I said, yeah, y'all make a wonderful couple, that's good. How does your son like your, your new wife? I said, they get along just fine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so nobody ever knew the difference, you
0: know? <laughs> Yeah, I said, the only steps I got is on my front porch. That's my baby boy, that's him. We out there, me and Thomas had some good time. boy. We get out there every Saturday, Chuck E. Cheese, baby. Chuck E. Cheese. And yeah, we're in there. And then we go to Tommy's. Then we go to Chuck E. Cheese and all that. And then we come back, man. Out cold, man. Living it up. What does that have to do? I didn't quit. I didn't give up. I kept going. How much more is the value if we keep pressing into the things of God? That's what I want you to hear. But you know, sometimes if you, you can wrap it around a story, you can relate to that. But see, what happens a lot of times instead the asking, we, hold, we, we, we half-heartedly ask God, don't we? I mean, how many times have you seen as people say, well, yeah, I, I tried Christianity, but it didn't work for me? I'm thinking, you didn't know Jesus that I know. He's always working, amen? That doesn't mean Jesus does everything I ask him to do, does it? It means he already did everything he needed to do on the cross. How do I plug into that? He's not changing what he does. What has to happen is my heart has to change. And God's so gracious; He'll change a little at a time. See, a lot of times we think we got to clean up to come to God, don't we? Oh my goodness, we think I, thats what I thought. I went to church once when I was five, and once when I was thirty. Man, there is a whole lot of time in between there that you are not thinking about the Lord, amen. Now, when you get a bad grade on your report card, and you got to bring it home to my house and my, my mom and dad. You thinking about the Lord? You are thinking about the Lord. And when, you know what you usually do? I am not even in my notes. I'm going to keep rolling with this, right? You got to tell. You got to, you, got to, you got to bring your case to Dad, right? Right. You got to tell him how bad everybody else is doing. Did y'all do that? Oh, I'm hitting it today. Well, I got it right ready. You got to tell him. Oh, well, you know, Ronnie, Ronnie probably got a C in there too. It's shop class, you know. But I did tell you when I started teaching guitar to the shop teacher, straight A's, baby. That was a good thing. Thank you, Lord. Right. I still can't cut nothing or saw nothing. Tim, I went, actually went to work on my roof yesterday. <laughs> and Denise said, don't get up there. I said, I'm not calling somebody to put one shingle on there. Tim, can you come over?
1: <laughs>
0: I, just want, I just want somebody to identify the body up there. Tim's up there. He's like, oh, dear, look good. I said, it's got to look right because I'm going to tell you, when she turns that corner, I got to have it right. He move it back to the... Got her down there, man. And I tell you, my roof I need to replace. I'm going to do it soon. But anyway, I'm coming down the side of that thing, man, just like this. Because <laughs> when your roof gets old, man, it gets kind of sandy, right? You start losing traction. How's it playing? We kind of lose traction when we're not praying, right? kind of lose traction when we're not seeking the Lord. And you might feel like you're sliding down the side of that roof, but God's there, right? He's got the Holy Ghost gutters to keep you in there, all right? So nevertheless, we got that all squared away and things moving on. And just telling you a little bit of of inside of my life and how things go on. And I count a lot of blessings. And you guys are a blessing as well. But I want to share something that I shared the other day. I realize I'm doing a little family talk here. But you know what? Everybody got a family somewhere. If not, you can be in ours. Does that sound good? There are a lot of things that I used to think were really important to me. Stuff. I had a Corvette. Man, I had that. Oh, this is right. Later on, yeah. can't put, can't, I can't put Thomas on the rack. You know what I mean? I don't need it. Then it was the guitar stage, man. Over the guitar. Someone, can I play the guitar? You're like, eh, yeah. <coughs> making sure they don't have the studs and stuff on it. And then time was and stuff really doesn't matter. You know, one of the guys, I, I got a newer truck and uh, a while back, and the guy said, man, I need to go down such and such. I said, like, can not go with that? He said, but that, that's your truck. I said, full coverage, baby, drive. Just be safe. And I knew right then God had been working in my life because it didn't matter. I appreciate what the Lord's blessed me with. I want to take care of what it's done. But I start seeing the value in people more than I saw in stuff. Am I talking to anybody here? It didn't matter. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. You know, I'm grateful for what God has given me. I want to share it with people and everything else. And, and and that's cool. So the other day when I was doing that. How many of y'all are watching some of the live stream messages? I hope you guys are enjoying them. And the Lord laid this on my heart. And I was talking, and we're going to get to that. Really, this is where we're going with this thing uh, about growing in the Lord. So, faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. We're going to talk about that. Now, beside my my bed, I have a bunch of, of bookshelves, compliments of AKA Grandmama, my mother in law and father in law. Because I guess they think, well, you married into the family, Lord, we need all the prayer books and everything. So, every, every birthday, every time they buy me books to study on the Lord. Got different Bibles and all those different things like there, and in all that stuff. My number one thing is God's word, amen? But when I got ready to get my Bible out to get ready to do that little live stream thing, this was there. Now, a lot of you guys have seen this before. A lot of you haven't, but I'm going to share this with you. This book was there. You said, what's the things about this book? This book is dusty. This book's got a lot of stuff in it. But about five and a half years ago, my dad passed away. Me and my dad were great friends. My dad knew the Lord. I know I'll see him again, Amen. And he would always tell me about, well, don't forget about this and don't do this and, you know, you know, I'm trying he was always trying to make it easier for me make sure I could take care of my mom and, and tell them things about me and my sister and the grandkids and always, you know, and, and I, I appreciate Tanya and Tim when his last days was over there. Tim could get my dad to talk. Most people could get my dad to talk. The hard part was getting him not to talk. You see where I get it? But I would, I would record stuff and Tim and him was in the, in the service so dad would tell about all the stuff he's doing and I got hours and hours of my dad talking about different stories and things like that. So I keep them to the side and that's good. Don't live in the past just to be encouraged from, from what we got. Well my dad passed away and I got so busy taking care of my mom and doing stuff I was just, you know, I'm preaching a funeral. I got to make sure this is here. Mom was asking about this, and now my mother had a stroke in about 2009, and she does really well. However, she she can tell you something 40 years ago, but she might not be able to tell you something two weeks ago. So when I'm going to look for something, my mom, where is that at? Mom might not know, but well, she'll know one time the Redskins are playing. I guarantee you that she's ready. Maybe she got that. So I go out in my dad's garage with everybody from West Virginia. I love y'all. We're from West Virginia got a nice, straight garage, right? No. no. They got stuff. My pops had stuff. He's got stuff that I got to get out of there. He's got stuff. And I went, I- I'll just go just like this. I said, man, Dad, what did you do with that? I was looking around, and the Lord spoke to my heart. He said, look in the book. And even at that, I'm thinking, where? There's foot lockers. There's mop heads. There's... Cassette tapes of stakeout, you know? Everywhere, there's everything in there, you know? And I looked right over, and I saw this book sitting over there by his spittoon. Like that. And I said, look at that book. And I opened that book, and on the inside it says, Buddy, look inside. Come on now. I know this is going to be a good one. So I started looking at it, and my dad has written his whole life story in here. I wouldn't take nothing of this. How much more... Is God's story, the Bible, important to us? Now I'm gonna tell you. I know this right here is important, and I know how much my dad loved me because I can tell you he even wrote this in the book with what model weed eater we have. And if I have problems with the solenoid on the on the lawnmower hookup, red to red, black to black, green to green. Pops <laughs> ain't throwing nothing away. You <laughs> know he had some more stuff, and he said, "I just write that down in this thing." See, it's not because of the covering. It's not because of, of of anything else. It's because it's the heart of the Father. for the heart of the Son. for the heart of the daughter. Amen? Now, I just pulled that in for just a second. That's something personal right there. I want to go back to what I said. How much more is it a gift from God to have the Word of God? Man, that's what I want you to see. So, with that being said, that's why we need to be asking and be pursuing... And digging in to the word of God. Because God's got blessings in there for us to see. Amen. Anybody going to read the Bible today? Anybody going to look at it in the morning? Amen. Anybody going to count their blessings in the morning? We're right on track, man. Let's keep on rolling. If you're doing good, say amen. All right. So let's see. Let's look in. What are we looking into? Right? And this is really where it starts tying in. I got a little head on myself, but that's all right. right. Cause We can do that. And the verse I started out with earlier on this week was this: Romans ten seventeen. So faith comes by hearing, and hearing through the word of Christ. What's the word of Christ? The Bible, God's word, His love story to you. Anybody have a love letter? Well, Tim, you roll them, boy. You don't know what to say Oh man, smooth Tim. Ms. Chapman, do you got a love letter? You got a lot of Yes, we have a good time here. Yeah. Man, i was stocking Verizon, baby. That's it. Yeah. How much do you think about I mean, th- those things were great, right? When you got those blood letters. It is. I know if I went back there and who is this? Woo, yeah. But you know what? <laughs> Tim is blushing. I wish we could flip the camera like this one. This one like this. You didn't know I was going there, did you? But you think about that. Grandmom and granddaddy ever write you a love letter.
1: All.
0: <laughs> you chiseled it out, did you? <laughs> <laughs> I, hey, i just we joke like that. Me and my father-in-law joke like that all the time. Yeah. I bet he did. He gave me a lot of nice
1: cards with things he had written
0: Then Isn't that something? Guys, we gotta tighten up the game. Man. Tim and granddaddy are smooth. But let's go back to this. Why do you think they did that? Because they saw value. Because they loved you. You know? How much does God love you to write his love letter to you in the word? You see where I'm coming with this? Man, i tell you, I didn't I don't you know, we don't get a whole lot of letters. So I appreciate that right there. I remember when my grandma would write us a letter. That was something else, man. That was neat. Now you know what you know what grandma does? She still writes uh letters to her grandkids every now and then. That's she'll call and she'll do that, because she's she's online now. Grandmama's online so she can get with it. But you know, when they were coming up, she would they, she would write the grandkids a letter. They were like, oh, go get a mail, go get the That's for me. It's for me. They're like, Oh, it's for me. Man, how many know that the Bible is for you? You see where I'm going with this. So, how do we build our faith? So faith comes from hearing, and hearing through the what? Word of Christ. You gotta be open in the word, man. Now, I tell you what, I've given you a whole background here. Everybody said, man, this guy's going down memory lane here. Told you a story about a guy I knew growing up. Did not care for school. Didn't do good in school most of the time. Got sick every day before school till he graduated. Here he is. Didn't like to read out loud. Didn't like to be in the crowd. Didn't anything else. Right? And you're going, boy, what changed? God. God found something that I was passionate about. Music. And he used that music for a season in my life to get me to where I'm going now. What he's got for today and tomorrow. So now, it's, it's like, man, how many more people can we tell about Jesus, you know? I'm going to the gym, and Jesse don't like when I go to the gym because I don't work out, I just preach. <laughs> you know? You guys over there, I say, that's good. I like going, these guys the other night had these 100-pound weights. Woof. I thought when I walked up did there have my glass I said man that's a big 10 pound weight that's a 100 pound weight so how do you be cool now when these guys got 100 pounds weight so I said I know what I'm doing I said hey excuse me hey y'all ain't uh, y'all ain't gonna be hogging the 5 pounds are
1: you
0: the guy said no sir we won't I said, right. I said well spot the old man kids I get over there he goes, we got you right but guess what got to start talking about Jesus got to start sharing Jesus I love it, man. And then, hey, the guy that owns the gym come over and say, I'm sorry I'm late for the sermon. What are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so what I want to say is, it's great to go to the gym, right? Build muscle. What about your spiritual muscle? What about your spirit? So those guys got two for one, right? I got one for one. I was building up my spiritual muscle and I was sweating on them fives, baby. I was like, hey, how many we got to do? It? But they said, you know what the guy told me? He said, Mr. Buddy, I see you. He said, don't worry about us. Stay in your own lane. You'll be fine. I said, I'm going to preach on that. <laughs> stay in your own lane. Run your own race. He said, we had a buddy in here the other day. He had been. And he said, he said, man, my buddy have been here for three years training. We didn't start grabbing 100 pounds and start whipping it around. He said, yeah, I got in here in. About two weeks later, he's all pulled muscle and just don't want to come no more. I said, stay in your lane. Right? Run your own race. How's that tied in with this? Guys, run your own race, But keep your eyes on prize. Keep your eyes on Christ, man. Keep pursuing Him. Keep the Word open. Build your faith by reading God's Word, alright? So God's love letter to you is what? His what? His Word. His Bible. Everybody got a copy of God's Word. If not, we got some Bibles. There's never been a time since I've been living that you can have a Bible anywhere all the time. It's in, how many people got phones? Got the Bible, on right? Got an app for the phone. Got the Bible app. How many people got to keep the promise app? Guess what y'all need to download today? Yeah, because it's got it on there too. All types of stuff, right? You you. But if you choose to, to to pursue that, it's there. You know, there's a lot of countries that if they find you with a piece of the Bible, they'll cut your hand off or kill you. It's amazing, isn't it? But we get complacent. We get complacent. So let me ask you a question. So what's first in your life? Pulling it back around, pulling it back around. See, you know, I was writing this down last night. The Lord showed me. How we approach the Bible has a lot to do with the way we receive from the Bible, right? If you think it's just an ordinary book, you are sadly mistaken. It's a lie. If you think it's boring, if somebody tells me the Bible is boring, I say, well, evidently you didn't open it up you got all types of action in there, man. you got something to curl your hair, man. It's just amazing. How many like grace and forgiveness got that in there? How many people got mercy? How many people like healing? How many people like love? It's all in there. Best seller still, amen? But I don't know if it's the one that's most read today. you to read your word. Amen? You say, well, I don't know how to do all them names and this and that. And say, That's okay. Gotta show you. Gotta show you. Gotta show you. Start off in the book of John. Tell me about the, the life of God, the life of Christ, man. A little at a time. You know, I do, so, so, when I want to share this with you, too, because I'm just being transparent here. Remember I told you I didn't like reading? Because when I would read, I could read to myself fine, but when I would go talk, it wouldn't come out. It's crazy. So I would get teased. Not fun, amen, not fun at all. So what I would do is, I got a hold of that scripture. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Well, if I read that, and I read it out loud, I'm double dipping. I'm a simple guy. I'm reading it, and I'm hearing it. I'm reading it, and I'm hearing it. I'm reading, it, I'm hearing it. I'm reading it, and I'm hearing it. Hey, God's helping my reading. Amazing. Hoo, 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 hoo. I said, they got all this technology out there. I'm going to see what I can do. I looked at how to read faster. Downloaded a thing on my computer. You know how they got the karaoke thing goes like this? Started out like 90 words a minute or whatever. Got going, got going, got going, got going. 300 words a minute. 500 words a minute. That's that's smoking, man, for me. People probably do more than that. I'll just say something else. Do you know something else? When you see like a a, a movie and it goes 10, 9, 8, 7, like, you know. Whatever it is. 10987654321? You don't count that. You just see that. They did a study. This is how this is how deep I wanted, because I wanted to be able to read better. I wanted to be able to know him better. I wanted to be able to study better. They call it flashing. When you see that, you can see that and you just it just goes on the tape. So I got another program, and I could take my emails and all that stuff in there and I can read them in half the time now. Because it's going it doesn't go like this. It goes like like this. Does that make any sense? What happens is I'm bypassing all that, and I'm just looking at. it, I'm just. Like, I'm getting the word. I'm getting the word. He said, well, "What does that have to do with anything?" What I'm saying is, I wanted to pursue God more. I knew that His word His word said I need to be listening to His word. I need to be checking into His word. I knew that I couldn't read as well as I'd like to early on, so I started using the technology and the things around me to grow myself, invest in myself, so that God can invest even more in me, so I can reach people for Christ. Amen. Now when I'm talking to you You say Oh that guy He talks all the time And everything else Yeah I talk all the time But let me tell you If this was 25 years ago You would have seen me like this Who gets the credit? God I'm so grateful This is this is a privilege And I realize it's a privilege But I also know this Had to put a little time in Put a little time in And every time I would take a step God would bless that Take a step and bless that And, and on and on and on What are you investing in? Are you investing in yourself? Are you investing in things of the Lord? What's first? I challenge you this: take take this piece of paper that we get here. Nobody else got to see it. Write down the top three things in your life, and look at it. And then by next week, see how good you lined up with those things. Just trying to help you. Just trying to align your life. Hey, look, I ain't never beating anybody up, stepping on anybody's toes. I want to encourage you to grow in the Lord. That's the whole deal. But what's first? So many times we, we, we let our schedule drive us, don't we? Now, what God was saying and in, in, in Jesus was saying in Matthew 7, 7, it's not like you let everything else go. You realize you've got to make a living. you got to weed eat. you got to do things, all this stuff like that. But what is the priority? Is it Jesus? I pray that it is. How do you set your schedule? Do you go to the Lord and set your schedule? Or you just say, oh, I got all this doing.
1: And
0: I don't know how I'm going to get to this. Anybody got a busy schedule? Everybody got a busy schedule, right? Did anybody get 25 hours yesterday? Everybody got 24, right? You see where I'm going with this, right? So if we're breathing, we got the same 24 that Michael and Jack got up front, right? Got the same 24 Then Angela got up Here's the thing. How will we choose to invest it? How will we choose to embrace it? How to choose? How will we choose to share it with somebody else? The choice is yours. But I pray that we're seeking the Lord first. Everybody doing good? Say amen. amen.
1: amen.
0: All right, let's go. So what about this, man? What's our part? What's the pour out thing, buddy? What's the pour out? Anybody ever heard of this before? The Great Commission. Amen. You heard it before? All right. Well, let's just make sure we know what it is here. Matthew 28, 18 through 20, I believe. I'm gonna read that, you guys follow along if you would. It says, Jesus came and told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you, and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. That ain't bad reading, but God couldn't read, right? How about that? God's good. So let's go back through that. We can brush through that, can't we? I just need to tell people about Jesus make disciples. So let's let's just break this down for a second and and see how God plugs us into this. First off I said, Jesus came and told who? His disciples. If you're a disciple of Jesus Christ, you put your faith and trust in Him. Let me see you raise your hand. Disciples all over the place. Guess guess who He's talking to? Us. Talking to the church, right? He says, I have been given what? All authority. Where at? In heaven and all the earth. So here's somebody that's got all the authority. How about this? Let's just talk about authority for a minute. You come in, let's just say you're coming into Bacosa for the seafood fest. Got cars everywhere. Cars lined up, big tanks, trucks, motorcycles, long line coming into and Everybody happy to be here to get a crab sandwich, right? Ready to go. And one guy stops out there and goes, stop. How's he do that? He has authority. He has authority in his beds. He has authority from the city of Pecosa or wherever you have. So in this case, the city of coast He has authority. How much authority does God have? What does he say? All authority. See now that guy do that, if he goes to New York and does that, they probably run him over. You ain't got no authority here. You see what I'm saying? The Lord is telling us, who has all authority, my disciples, go. Right? Therefore, go and make disciples, right? Make other believers. How do we do that? We share our faith. We spend time encouraging one another. We invite them to church. We pray for one another. Yeah, even your neighbor that don't cut inside of the grass and all that stuff. Yeah, all that. That's not my neighbor, but I'm just saying. Somebody's got a neighbor like that, right? Raise your hand. Oh, don't, don't, don't raise your hand. We're going to pray for one another. What I'm saying is, even the, even somebody that you might have differences with, God will give you the grace to love Him. Never going to tell you to be a Christian floor mat. Seek the Lord. Ask the Lord to help you to deal with that situation. He might teach you more about yourself than you know. Amen. Let's keep on going. Alright. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. That means recognizing that they, 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 it's kind of like a baptism as one way I like to explain it is this way is like a wedding ring. It's an outward showing of an inward commitment. Right? This doesn't make a wedding band doesn't make you married. It's a commitment to your spouse, right? Baptism, death, burial, and resurrection is us showing our identification that we put our faith in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Amen. I want y'all to hear that. So he said that that's important. How many know that's important? Amen. All right. And then look at this at twenty and teaching them <laughs> to obey. And then he goes and says, "Everything I commanded." All right. Let's talk about this a little bit. If you missed the mark, does God kick you out of the Jesus club? Huh? You sure? You sure? I mean, even if you believe and you blow it, then you're in or you out, right? No, you're in, right? Does that mean you can do anything you want, any way you want? Shouldn't. Does that mean we all blow it sometimes? Preaching to me first? Yes. Does that mean that God will take us back? Does that mean we're still in the family? Absolutely. So what I, what I want you to hear today is God's, God loves you. I got ready to leave. We were doing a uh, series on through Dr. David Jeremiah. And he was actually pre- preaching today on the love of God. Can you do anything else to, to make God love you more? Can you do anything to make God love you more? Look at this. Book. I can do this. Yeah. No. Can I do anything to make him love me less? No. But you know what? If we want to be in the will of God, we need to be obeying God. Right? You think about our children. We love them. And, and, and we get disappointed if they make bad decisions, but you still love them, right? Man, I'm thankful for a loving family. My mom's famous line was this. Well, honey, when you were little, you were little trouble. Now you big, you big trouble. But I love you. Okay. Bring in another Wawa biscuit. you be good, right? But, but I know that, that's something good. A lot of people have heard from people in somewhat authority, maybe family. You'll never make nothing of yourself. You'll never, you never, you can never do that. What were you thinking? Let me tell you. You're always going to have that. But that does not have to define you. Look what God says. He says you're a masterpiece created in Christ Jesus to do good works. I get excited when I start reading God's Word. So people say, man, that guy's kind of hyper. Yeah! I found out the answer is Jesus. I don't even care what the question is. The answer's still Jesus. Because He's good. Right? That's the one thing I know for sure. And it's not because of anything that I've done or anything I'm so smart or I've done anything else. It's because the grace of God is available to each one of us. So let's pull that back out. Anybody ever been broke before? You can just say amen. <laughs> and then when you got a couple dollars in your pocket, you were grateful, weren't you? And then you saw somebody else that was going through a tough time, what did it do to your heart? He's like, wow in there before. You can go through each situation. How many people, you know, have been divorced or hurt or wounded or lied about anything that? Happened? You go, man, that hurt. That really hurt. And then you see somebody else go through that. God can use that. God didn't cause that. God can use that. He works all things together for the good. So that you can minister to somebody else that's going through that. See, we're real fast to answer If we haven't been through something, man, I lost my job. I just go get another job. Bills are coming. Things are going on. Kids need braces, and I'm hungry. All those things are happening. Whatever. Doctors report. Well, you know, well, whatever. No. I had a guy I worked with a long time ago, and he he said this thing. It was really interesting. It's come back over and over. He said, "You know, it's never a problem till it's on their front porch." See. It's not a big problem when it's somebody else. But when it's you and yours, it becomes a big problem. When you become a believer in in Christ, your heart gets bigger somehow. It should be getting more sensitive to things. And you start saying, man, I got a concern about the little old lady down the road. Hey, I got a concern about this person over here. Now, that doesn't mean you got to take on and shoulder all the responsibility. But if the Lord's nudging you to help somebody in that area, you'll never outgive God, amen? And it doesn't always have to be monetarily, it could be just listening. You know? It could be just just love one. That's what I say, you know, that love letter. Wouldn't it be something if somebody just wrote you a note of encouragement? That's amazing, man. That's crazy, yeah. Since I'm going down memory lane, I'll share all the stuff with you. Many of you guys know this. You know what? I like this guitar. And I know you probably can't see it over there, Tim, but I'll bring it back home. I like this guitar. It's a real fancy guitar. But what I like about it the most is my mom and dad got it for me. Right? That's nice. They ain't buying no more for me. My dad said, I want to get you something so I can see you enjoy it while I'm here. But you know what the best part is? Come on out of there. Come on out of there. Y'all might just have to believe me for that. My mom and dad wrote me a love note in here. 2006. Only time they come out is when I'm having a long day and when I gotta have guitar repairs. That don't go to the guitar shop, that stays with me. And you say, wow, that's nice. You know what? It's not the stuff, it's the heart behind it. You see what I'm saying? I wouldn't take nothing for the note. I wouldn't take nothing for the note. What are you taking shortcut on for God's Word? You see what I'm saying? Don't lose the note. Don't get complacent with the note, with the love letter. You know? How many people are going to go look back through their drawer and find some love letters they had? It's encouraging. It's encouraging. But I tell you, you need not look any further than God's Word if you want to be encouraged with a love letter. Amen? About him pouring out for us. Amen. I just want to share a few things there. So we kind of walked through all of this here. And I, I, I didn't get to the last one. And it says, Surely I am with you always. Let me hear you say, God is with me. Is with always. always. To the very end of the age. How about that? God's got a pretty good track record, doesn't he? The best. The best. He is faithful to keep his word. So what's the takeaway today? Let's go back here. Bring this thing on home. Are you looking up? Are you looking in? Are you pouring out? Three things today that I hope that you guys are looking at this. Put those things together in your life and see what's going on. Because here you go, the next thing is God will direct your life. How many people are willing to ask God to direct their life? Sometimes it's kind of scary. You say, "Well, I let him direct my life in a few things, but I want to drive on the other." No, your life—the life that he's given you through a personal relationship with his Son, who came to pour out His blood to buy us back, to cash us in, to pull us back into right relationship, to buy us out of the sin debt. The Bible says, "All of sin and fall short of glory in God." All of sin, man. So, guess what? That's us. The Bible says there's one way to heaven. John 14, 6, Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. You see people trying to work their way there. You see you try to, to buy their way there. That's got to be frustrating. Open the love letter and receive the gift. So go back to this. What's first? You guys, you're going to be going to eat and you're going to be thinking, what's first? What's first? What's first? We going to bed tonight. What's first? That's what I want you to hear. What's first? Oh, what's this? Can you all see that? All right. Anybody said Amen? How about we read it together? One, two, three. Read. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things. Amen. God is a provider. He is the Savior. He is the healer. He is just. He is righteous. And we don't just come to Him any way we want. We come to Him through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. But He'll take you right where you are. Right here. Right now. Let me pray for us. Father God, I thank You today for those listening and and for the opportunity to just come to You today, Lord. And I thank You, Lord, that Your Word is very clear. If you guys are listening online later on today or whenever it is, I'm talking to anybody and everybody who listens to this message. The Bible says all of sin and fall short of the glory of God. What does that mean? That our sin has separated us from amazing, awesome, holy God. But today, right here, wherever you at, whatever you're doing, you can come in and realize that God will take you right where you are. You say, buddy, how do I do that? We put our faith and trust in the finished work of the cross. What does that mean? That means we say, Lord, I know I'm a sinner. Lord, come into my life and forgive me today. He traded places with us. He said, if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Today can be your day of grace, mercy, and salvation. In Jesus' name. If you guys pray that today, don't leave here without telling somebody, hey man, today was my day. If you're online, drop us a line and let us know what's going on. But right now, man, just you to stand to your feet, we're going to send us out with a song, a little bit of praise. If everybody having a good time, say amen. amen. All right, let's.